When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily, available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. On 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North app, Rami Makloff in for Matthew Collar in the TCL Broadcast Studios and alongside Courtney Cronin of ESPN.com. Hot Routes coming up at 3 o'clock, but Joining us now on the show, this man and his work at ESPN.com often fuels the reckless speculation here at Score North. Pleasure to welcome in Bill Barnwell. Bill, how are you this afternoon? Reckless speculator, uh, rec- reckless speculator expert, I think would be a nice title. It's kind of my. Can you change uh, that in your ESPN. Twitter bio, please? <laughs> that should definitely be in your Twitter bio. <laughs> but I love it, I'm Bill. Your your column is must read. Every time I see it there at ESPN.com, I I have to read it because you you think you look at NFL free agency and some of the speculation from a different angle than most people. My question is this: When it comes to Tom Brady, I think we all assume he's the first domino to fall, at, at least in the quarterback sector of the free agent market. Do you think there's a chance that he doesn't make his decisions so quick that first thing Monday or first thing Wednesday when things can be official, Tom Brady is signing a contract? And if he does take his time, does everybody else, all the other quarterbacks and all the other teams that might be involved, do they sit back and wait to see what Tom Brady does before they make their next move? Yeah, I mean, he could wait until the end of the legal tampering period. That would not shock me because that sort of 4 p.m., March 18th, I believe the date is deadline, is when Tom Brady has to sort of make a decision because the Patriots uh, are going to owe $10.5 million in dead money on their cap if Tom Brady still uh, is not on their roster under a new contract on March 18th. So that would be in addition to whatever they pay Tom Brady if they brought Tom Brady back after that point. So I think you're going to see the best Patriots offer by that point. I think you're going to see the best offer from other teams as well. So um could stretch until Wednesday for sure. But I don't think it'll stretch beyond that. But I do think you'll see teams like Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill or Tampa with Jameis Winston not sign their starter and, and sort of wait to see what happens with Tom Brady before they make another decision. And it sort of creates that domino effect. We're all expecting mm-hmm. him to be the first one to fall. And then that obviously affects, if he doesn't go back to New England, who the Patriots are going to target in free agency, whether it's Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you know, There's other names that could, could move around in this process. How do you think they're approaching this right now? From your understanding of the situation, and we hear last week that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have a business-as-usual phone call, so there's certainly discourse and dialogue going on in the Keep Brady camp, 
and, and that's all behind the scenes. I don't, I'm not speculating that was part of the phone call because hashtag tampering. Um, <laughs> but how do you think they're going about this and trying to figure out what their contingency plan is of getting another quarterback that's either on the free agent market or possibly even making a trade? I mean, we know Bill Belichick is not someone who isn't thinking about the future. This is a guy who always gets rid of a guy one year too early as opposed to one year too late. So I'm sure they've been thinking for a while now that Tom Brady might be leaving. And when they signed that extension with him in August where they knew they couldn't franchise him after the year, I think they spent this offseason possibly scouting guys like a Teddy Bridgewater, like a Phillip Rivers, uh, like a Jameis Winston, who they knew were most likely to be free agents after the season. So... Uh, you know, I think they've already prepared for that inevitability. Now, you know, do they have offers out? I- I'm skeptical of that. I think they don't want to necessarily promise someone, you know, hey, we're going to offer you $25 million a year if Tom Brady leaves. And I think if you're someone like a Teddy Bridgewater, you can't sit there and wait for the Patriots to decide on Tom Brady if you have the opportunity to start elsewhere. So, um, you know, I-, I think they're thinking about it. I think that there's, you know, always a possibility of a trade. Um, there are going to be guys out there. And of course, if Tom Brady does sign with another team, that team is going to have suddenly, you know, a starting quarterback who might be available. If it's Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill could interest the Patriots. If it's Oakland, or sorry, Las Vegas, excuse me, Derek Carr could interest the Patriots. If it's San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo could interest the Patriots. So, um, you know, depending on where Brady signs, if he does leave, that could open another door for the Patriots to go after a replacement. Do you have a hunch or just a reckless guess where you think Tom Brady will end up, Bill? I do. I still think it's New England. Um, I, I, I'm I'm more skeptical no than fun. I was before. That's not fun. I know it's not fun. I know. Trust me. I, I said every time I've talked about it so far, the fun thing would be for Tom Brady to go somewhere else because it would be total chaos. Um, it would be wildly entertaining. But, you know, I do think – even though, you know, maybe if you asked me two months ago, I would have said there's a 90% chance Tom Brady comes back to the Patriots. Now I'd say it's closer to 60-40 or 55-45. I still think the Patriots are the favorites, but they're nowhere near as big of a favorite as they seemed a month ago or two months ago. So I know how intriguing this quarterback market, free agent quarterback market is. Um, but some other topics, especially locally, uh, of interest mm-hmm. with how bad the wide receiver market is. It's just not great. There's not a whole ton of options out there. And I know Rick Spielman shot down the notion that the team is interested in trading Stefan Diggs for, for obvious reasons. They don't have any mm-hmm. reason to just move him off the books, um, without incurring, you know, dead cap and losing a very valuable player. But given how weak the free agent market is at that position, could you see that helping the case of Stefan Diggs if he does indeed want to trade? And also for the Vikings in the hall that they could potentially get back for him, um, just based on what's out there and what's not available right now? Yeah, I think it depends on the specific scenario for the team in question because uh, this is a very bad free agent class for wide receivers. Even if you figure someone like Sammy Watkins is going to get cut, which I think is likely, but it's a very good draft for wide receivers. So if you're a team that needs a wide out and you're not really planning to build right now, the reality is you're probably going to wait for the draft. I don't think you're going to have, you know, that much of an interest in trading for Stefan Diggs. You're probably going to take your risk with the draft pick. But let's say you're a team that is acquiring Tom Brady. Let's say you're the Las Vegas Raiders and you're acquiring Tom Brady. And Tom Brady says, hey, you have Darren Waller pretty good. You have Tyrell Williams. We know he's a deep threat occasionally. I need a number one receiver and I need one now or else I'm not going to come play for your football team. Well, then 
would the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders sit there and say, hey, you know, there's no one really out there in free agency. I don't know if Sammy Watkins is that guy. We have extra picks from the Bears. Let's call up the Vikings. Let's see what we can do about Stephon Diggs. And if a first-round pick is going to interest Minnesota, and, and, of course, the Vikings now can use that first-round pick on one of those many wideouts in this year's draft class to replace Stephon Diggs. I, you know, I, I don't think that's likely, but I don't think that's out of the question either. Talking with Bill Barnwell of ESPN.com here on Purple Daily on 1500 and the Score North app. Speaking of Tom Brady and receivers he'd like to play with, I believe it was um, Jeremy Fowler who said sources within Antonio Brown's camp are telling him that Tom Brady and Antonio Brown have been in contact and that Brady kind of plans on taking Antonio Brown with him wherever he settles on signing. Do you think Tom Brady is enticing enough to take on the risk of Antonio Brown at this point in his career? I mean, Tom Brady has a lot of leverage. You know, at the end of the day, Tom Brady is going to be able to dictate a lot of what he wants to whatever team is going to uh, bring him in. I think there are teams that would say, no, we're not going to bring in Antonio Brown. He's too much of a risk. He has the, you know, possibility of a suspension hanging over him based on, um, you know, off-field allegations. There's uh, the financial issues. There's the, the social media presence. Um, but there are teams who are going to sit here and say, hey, we can bring in the greatest player in the history of the National Football League. And if it's going to cost us, you know, $3 million to bring in Antonio Brown, the one-year deal uh, with a you know partial guarantee, we're going to give that a shot. If it doesn't work, hey, we'll tell Tom Brady once we have him, once he's in our building and once we have him under contract, hey, it didn't work out, we're going to move on from Antonio Brown. Because Tom Brady's stuck at that point. But, you know, I, I, I do think that it depends on the organization. I don't think I could see the Patriots bringing him back. But I, I do think you'll see other organizations who will at least entertain that notion. Before the break, we were talking about the Vikings' compensatory pick that they earned yesterday, number 105. So it's a third rounder. That's huge, uh, just in terms mm-hmm. of where they pick before at 89. So they have four picks within just about the top 100 and just outside of that. What do you think that does for a team like Minnesota? That right now, there's some uncertainty as to whether they're going to get an extension done with Kirk Cousins this offseason. Does not feel like it's going to happen before free agency, but beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in a position where they might want to draft a quarterback, uh, whether it's Jalen Hurts, a second round, maybe even the, in the third. But they do have that extra third round pick. How can that help Minnesota this year, whether they use it or they decide to use it as leverage? Yeah, it gives you flexibility, right? You know, if there's a guy you love, well, now you have an extra third-round pick you can use to trade up and maybe get that guy at the bottom of the second round as opposed to having to wait and hope he banks it to you, you know, sort of towards the bottom of the third round. Um, that flexibility can go a long way. It doesn't always work out. I think about the, you know, Corderell Patterson trade is a trade where the Vikings did trade a bunch of those mid-tier draft picks to the Patriots. I think the Patriots came away with, like, Logan Ryan and Jamie Collins, if I'm not mistaken, from that trade. So it didn't work out for, for Rick Spielman, but... You know, I, I think you're going to see an opportunity to move up for a guy who maybe you're fond of or just, you know, maybe draft a guy where you wouldn't have had the opportunity to draft that guy if you hadn't had that comp pick. Obviously, this is a team that is so top-heavy, so much talent in the starting positions that they do need to kind of use those picks to supplement the depth on their roster at receiver or in the secondary or, or along the defensive line. So, um, you know, obviously a lot of moving pieces in the air for uh, Minnesota right now in terms of the starters might be back or might not bring back. You guys have Anthony Harris talking about uh, his future right before I came on, and that's, that's a big question mark still as well. So, um, you know, I think it's going to depend on what they get done in free agency and who they're able to bring back and what they're able to do in terms of bringing in relatively low-cost depth 
I think that may determine whether they use one of those picks to either trade up for a quarterback or use one of those picks on a quarterback himself. Speaking of things up in the air for the Minnesota Vikings, Bill, yesterday on Get Up, Diana Rossini threw out there that she doesn't think the 49ers are in on Tom Brady because they're waiting to see what happens with Kirk Cousins and his contract and whether or not it expires next offseason because, as she put it, she's never seen a coach as in love with with a quarterback the way that Kyle Shanahan is Kirk Cousins. So I heard that, and and I thought, and actually she even threw out the possibility that maybe the Vikings approach the 49ers or, or vice versa and talk about a Kirk Cousins trade to the 49ers this year with one year left on his contract. It's one of the few scenarios where you, you might think he, he would think about waiving his no-trade clause. He loves Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan as much as Shanahan loves him. It gets the Vikings out of the last year of the contract and frees up Jimmy Garoppolo to go back to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Those are those are those dominoes are they reasonable? Does that make sense to you if if you threw that into the mix of what's already kind of a chaotic quarterback situation this NFL offseason? Well, in that scenario, who do the Vikings end up with? Draft picks or other other assets. I think it would mostly be just to get out of the last year of Cousins contract and and move on into a new era of of of, of a quarterback for Vi- for the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, I mean, you know, they could sign Teddy Bridgewater. That's not out of the question. I think that was one of the names I thought of. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think there's, it's always a possibility. We knew Kyle Shanahan did love Kirk Cousins from when they were together in Washington. Uh, that was a hot rumor uh, during the time Kirk Cousins was about to hit free agency. Now, of course, they ended up training for Jimmy Garoppolo. I can't fault them for doing so. Um, I, I just, you know, I think if they had loved Kirk Cousins that much, they would have waited to sign Kirk Cousins in free agency the first time as opposed to letting him go to uh, Minnesota, and they did not do that the first time. So, you know, I, I don't deny, I don't doubt that, you know, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo struggles next year and Kirk Cousins is a free agent, that the, you know, Niners would absolutely consider going after Kirk Cousins. But from them, you know, you have Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he's that much different in a vacuum from Kirk Cousins. I think you just wait a year, kind of see what happens with Garoppolo this year, and then, you know, Kirk Cousins might be a free agent next year. You pursue him then. So we won't stop talking about the quarterback class because obviously it's (laughs) unprecedented to have a group of this many established veterans who are still very good uh, about to hit the free market. But from your perspective, what is the next best position or the most loaded position out there that's going to be making some waves as we start to get into tier one of free agency next week? Hmm, I'd say cornerback. Um, And obviously the Vikings are are figuring play here with Trey Waynes and um, Xavier Rhodes possibly becoming a free agent. Mackenzie Alexander also a free agent. Um, a lot, a lot of you know mid-tier guys. A lot of starters. Not really like like you know no real superstar cornerbacks in the market. You know maybe a Chris Harris. If you think Chris Harris is still playing at a high level, Logan Ryan um, had a good season last year. But just a lot of guys where you know teams who need to replace you know the, their starters and had one or two guys who can just step in and play uh, are going to be able to do that, which is pretty rare. Uh, given how tough it's been to find good cornerbacks in the NFL. And finally, Dalvin Cook. There's some talk uh, around Vikings fans this offseason that if he, if you can't come to a contract extension with him and there's the possibility that he's going to hold out come training camp, maybe you shop him around in a trade. But you got to imagine other teams around the league, or at least I would imagine, see the same value in a running back entering that stage of his career that the Vikings do and also wouldn't give him some kind of contract extension and run into this same sort of stalemate with him. Is there value for a running back like Dalvin Cook on the trade market should the Vikings decide to explore it? I mean, some, but not much. You know, you might find a 
a team that's willing to offer a mid-round pick in return, which I don't think is really worth it if you're the Vikings and you see what Dalvin Cook can offer you. Um, but I think teams are going to see the same thing that, that, that we all see, which is a talented player who has struggled to stay healthy during his pro career. Um, a guy who even last year got hurt, wasn't 100% in December and heading into the postseason, um, and was playing in a, a Kubiak scheme that has historically made running backs look like absolute superstars. So, um, you know, I think he's a guy you'd like to have on your roster. I think he's a guy who, you know, at the right price, you're going to want to have around. I think he's better than your typical just, you know, generic running back. But um, is it worth it to trade him away for a year to get a fourth or fifth round pick? I, you know, I, I think that's probably what the market would bear. And I just don't think that's, you know, a great return for a player who, you know, even if he does hold out, is probably better to have on your roster for 10 games than to trade away and, you know, kind of stick with Alexander Madison as your sole running back. That's Bill Barnwell. You can read his work and all the reckless speculation at ESPN.com <laughs> and our guest for the last few minutes here on Purple Daily. Really appreciate it, Bill. Thanks a lot. My pleasure, guys. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.